the Sports Gambling Podcast is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. So enter SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today where you play, you win, and you get paid. Hey guys, you are listening to the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Before we start, I want to let you know about a special offer from MyBookie. MyBookie are offering you guys a 50% refund on your biggest bet on the Masters Golf Tournament. So, for example, if you had $1,000 on Tiger Woods to win the tournament, they will give you 50% back if he doesn't win. So you're going to get a $500 refund if you put 1000 down on Tiger Woods. I'm not picking Tiger Woods, essentially, to win this tournament. This isn't a pick, but um, I am letting you know about the offer at my bookie so head over to mybookie.ag if you are thinking about betting on the masters golf and get down on this offer it will be your largest stake so if you have one hundred dollars and you have a fifty dollar bet on someone else they will refund half of the one hundred dollar bet if that's your biggest stake so quite simple doesn't need much uh, explanation or elaboration so that is a great offer you won't be getting that anywhere else if you are going to bet on the masters golf head over to mybookie.ag the sponsor of the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network we are coming off the back of a weekend where i landed all my locks on the european show and i landed my lock here on the epl show taking our season record to 40 and eight for the season on the epl that's ridiculous i don't think that will ever be replicated it actually makes our champions league record here look very disappointing and i am very disappointed in our champions league record we're 14 and eight for the season which sounds great and probably under normal circumstances it would be absolutely fine but i really really want to push that to 16 and 8 that is my target and i'm hoping to get that done over these next two legs for these quarterfinals so i'm trying to pick uh, a strong lock for you guys from these four games which start today with liverpool hosting porto this game these games will be happening at 3 p.m new york time and uh, i believe that's 12 p.m on the west coast it's eight o'clock kickoff in england so hopefully plenty of time for you guys to get this on hopefully you listen to this as soon as it hits the sgp feed if not if you're listening to this on wednesday uh there still are two games to go with the main one being manchester united against barcelona but we'll focus on the first game liverpool versus porto Liverpool are the one to three favourites. It's nine to two to draw and it's three to one on Porto. Liverpool have a lot going on now. They have um, six games left where they need to win all of them, I think, to win the Premier League. They can't afford any slip-ups. They should have really had slip-ups in their last three games, but have managed to scrap through of late goals. They will not want a situation here where they need to win this game with a late goal because it's going to leave them with this tie still in the balance when they want to focus on their Premier League um, 
commitments. They want to focus on the game against Chelsea next. They don't want to be thinking about this second leg against Porto. So with that said, I think Liverpool will be keen to get the job done today. But what they'll be most keen to do is not to concede a goal because if Liverpool can win this game with a clean sheet, it's going to be extremely difficult for Porto to qualify because if Liverpool even win this game 1-0, Porto are going to need a 2-0 win to qualify. Any away goal for Liverpool means that Porto will need to score three times. I think that will be the key thing for Liverpool. I think there will be a cautious approach and uh, they may only start going for this game if they haven't broken through after an hour. I don't think it will take that long. I see Liverpool breaking through within the first hour and uh, pushing for that second in the last half hour. If they get it or not um, remains to be seen. That's why I'm not leaning towards a handicap bet here. I'm leaning towards Liverpool to nil. Um, another side of that is I don't think Porto are going to necessarily come out and go for it. I think all the first legs are cautious. Uh, statistically, last time out, the first legs from the last 16, seven and one was the record for no goals at half time. So seven of the eight games went in at half time, nil, nil. If you go in at half time, nil, nil, that leans a great opportunity for either team to keep a clean sheet. And it certainly plays into the under two and a half goals factor, but uh, I'm not banking on that statistic is a rare statistic. It just happened to coincidentally occur in the last round. Uh, although ties are low scoring um, often in the first legs, uh, clean sheets are at a premium. And I think Liverpool will be desperate to get one here more so than they'll be um, wanting to have some kind of shoot out here with Porto and putting in a gun ho performance, which will put the second leg at risk if Liverpool come away with this with a 2-1, 3-2, something with a uh, with only a one-goal differential. Moving on to the next game today, which is Tottenham versus Manchester City. It's not going to be at Wembley. It's going to be at Tottenham's new stadium. We don't know yet if that's going to be advantageous to him. We do know that it will be a better atmosphere because the Spurs fans are a lot happier to be here, which makes Tottenham a live dog here at three to one. It's 13 to five, the draw and it's 10 to 11 on Manchester city. I think Tottenham are a really good bet here to at least avoid the defeat. Um, I don't think this, this tie will by any means be done after the first leg. Uh, Tottenham are a massive three to one here to qualify. I think they're being very disrespected. When you look at the players that Tottenham have on paper, a few of them, in my opinion, could get into the Manchester City team, even though Manchester City are the strongest team in England. You could make a case for uh, Song getting in the team. You could you could find a place for Harry Kane quite easily if you change the formation. Um, you could argue that Deli Ali could get into that team. You could argue that Christian Eriksen could get in that team. Not. Uh, over De Bruyne but possibly alongside him somewhere and so I'm not saying all of these Tottenham players would get in but depending on the formations that you picked you could certainly find a way to to get Spurs players into the team the the centre-backs for example um, you could make a case for either Alder Wilder or Vertonghen being the player who partners um, Laporte because they are both better players than, than John Stones, in my opinion. It'd be interesting to see if um, if we did do this, if we did um, get a pen and paper out and, and write a mixed 11 for these two. I would think that around about three or four Tottenham players would get into this team, which means that this is not the landslide that has been made out to be on paper. Um, Tottenham have played well against Man City before. They're going to play them three times 
in a row now uh, because the league game is, is coming up in the next few weeks as well with Manchester City hosting Tottenham. So they're going to host Tottenham back to back. I simply don't think this tie ends today. So that means I am leaning towards the, the double chance bet here and uh, Tottenham to avoid a defeat today is available at 10 to 11. And that obviously counteracts the price of Manchester City to win the game at 10 to 11. Moving on to Wednesday's game where Ajax host Juventus and are the massive 13 to 5 underdogs. It's 23 to 10 to draw and it's 5 to 1 on Juventus. Now, Juventus haven't exactly struggled without Cristiano Ronaldo, but they haven't been great either. Um, Most Keane has come in and done a good job in being a Ronaldo replacement, but I think going into the Champions League, the last thing that you want is for your main player to be available and, um, oh, sorry, to be unavailable. And Cristiano Ronaldo is 50-50 for this game. He is going to be making the trip out. Um, There is no confirmation yet whether he plays or not. I think whether he does or he doesn't, um, a Ronaldo coming off the back of a, a back of an injury especially a hamstring injury, isn't going to be the same Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think putting him him in today will be a massive risk in terms of the long-term effects that it could have and how it will affect him for the rest of the season. There are bigger games for Juventus than Ajax away today. Even if they come out of this with a loss, like they did against um, Atletico Madrid, they're still more than capable of turning the tie around as long as it's not a monumental loss of three or four goals, which I don't think it will be. Because even with the players left, Juventus are more than capable of getting a win here. They turned over... uh, AC Milan at the weekend going in at halftime 1-0 down so I don't think that it's the be all and end all I think with with a few more weeks Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be absolutely perfect and if need be he needs to come in at the second leg if Juventus need him and are in any way in danger or if this tie is in the balance Um, I think playing him today isn't going to make a massive difference. I don't think he's going to be good enough to be a match winner. I think you bring him in uh, in one of the Serie A games, maybe play him for a second half or or a first half or whatever, Um, because those games are not important because Serie A is finished. Juventus have already won that league. They're they're practically two or three points away from, from wrapping it up. So, I wouldn't bother with him today. And uh, as far as a betting angle on this, I do like Ajax here as an underdog. Um, I'd probably look at Ajax on the draw no bet here, which is available at seven to five. I just feel that um, they were really, really good at home to Real Madrid and only got their rewards in the... um, in the second leg. They've also recently beaten PSV Eindhoven at home in a really important game in this league. And uh, they are now looking like the favourites to win the title when it looked like they were dead when PSV were were beating them. Uh, Well, sorry, when PSV were level with them and uh, Ajax were down to 10 men, it looked like PSV would go on and either win that game or get the point that would maintain a five-point gap. And... um, keep Ajax out of the title race. Now, Ajax are the favourites to win that league at four to six, and uh, I think that they'll go on and do so. I think Ajax have a lot of decent players that are going to be bought over the summer, and this team will be ripped apart. I do think that their Champions League campaign ends at this stage, because I think Juventus, for me, are strong candidates to go on and win win the Champions League this season. I think it's just could be written in the stars the way that they came back and beat Atletico Madrid but they're going to need that 
Cristiano Ronaldo. They're not going to need a Ronaldo rushed back off a hamstring injury. Two more weeks will be significant in the healing process. If he feels like he can play today and he's done a little bit of training, then imagine how much better he will be. It's not worth the risk. This isn't a tie where you've drawn Barcelona or, or Liverpool or, or Man United, any of the big hit or Man City, any of the big hitters in this tournament. You've drawn Ajax and Ajax and Porto were the best two draws that you could have had in this competition. So if I was Juventus, I wouldn't bother. And uh, I don't think it's going to significantly affect the way I lean towards this play, whether Ronaldo plays or not, because I'm not anticipating a 100% Ronaldo. I could be wrong because that's what Cristiano Ronaldo does throughout his entire career. You can write him off and then he'll go and win the Champions League for you, or he'll come off an injury and score a hat-trick. This is an anomaly that only happens with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, for me, is the best player in the world. He's neck and neck with Messi, but both players are able to do ridiculous things that will make a fool out of anybody. But here, I just feel that he's being rushed back. And regardless, I, I just feel that Ajax will be able to avoid the defeat here. And that's really the, the theme of this, this show. Uh, we have strong favourites to qualify in Liverpool and Manchester City and Juventus and Barcelona in the next game. But three of them face away legs first and I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Manchester City, Juventus and Barcelona are going to stroll into their opposition's grounds and end these games on the first leg so if I'm correct there are definite and definitive money-making opportunities here as we move on to the game at Old Trafford where Manchester United are an even bigger underdog than Ajax. They are available at 16-5. to It's 14-5 to the draw and it's even money on Barcelona. Now, granted, Barcelona are a lot of people's favourites to win this competition. They are officially the second favourites here to win it at three to one with Manchester City placed as the nine to four favourites. Now, for me, I understand that because we look at the team on paper, we look at Messi, we look at the fact that La Liga is wrapped up and one of the things I said at the start of the season that was key is that if Barcelona want to win the Champions League, they do not want to be involved in any kind of tussle in, in their domestic campaign and they're not. And that does clear the way for Barcelona and Juventus, unlike the Premier League teams, to make a full fist and a full effort solely on this Champions League. However, Barcelona go to Manchester United, where again we have a scenario where there are Manchester United players who would play for Barcelona. Easily, the names that leap off the page are Paul Pogba, Luke Shaw, and David Aya. They are three players that would easily get into the Barcelona team. So I have no doubt about that at all. So that in itself already doesn't make this any kind of mismatch when three Manchester United players could potentially play for. We look at Barcelona's away record in the Champions League. This season, they've played four times in the Champions League away from home and have won once. Last season, they exit, exited the tournament after thrashing Roma at home and then losing the second leg away 3-0. In addition to that, their record in the Champions League last year was one away win out of six. So if you add that away win with the one away win they've had this season, that's two wins 
in 10 Champions League away games, yet they come to Old Trafford against Manchester United, who certainly are the weakest team that they've played uh, away from home this season and are coming into this as even money favourites. I'm sorry, I just don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see how Barcelona are being priced up as this team that are going to stroll into Old Trafford and just do whatever they want and, and walk away with a comfortable victory. I mean, I understand that PSG did that, but for the first half, that game was absolutely neck and neck and then Manchester United fell asleep and then they chased the, the second goal, which is what you don't want to do, and uh, and got caught again. And this was obviously um, the Ola Solskjaer's first defeat and a bit of an eye-opener. And I really don't think Man United have been that great since then uh, because Solskjaer's record since that defeat has been patchy it certainly has been in the last few games where he's lost three out of the last four and exited the FA Cup but one of those wins was against Paris Saint-Germain away which was his greatest win which is probably the win that got him the job so Manchester United will be going for this in the Champions League it's the last competition that they can win and it does seem to be an aura about them you did feel something special going into that PSG game like maybe it wasn't over obviously that was helped by the fact that they went a goal up after two minutes but that was the miracle comebacks of all miracle comebacks and uh, you just feel that after that are Manchester United just going to come home here to Old Trafford despite the fact they've drawn a tough team against uh, a tough team by drawing Barcelona are they going to come here to Old Trafford and just lie down on their backsides and let Barcelona just play all over them now Barcelona's key significant away performance this season came at Wembley where they played Tottenham off the park for periods of that game however two aspects to take into consideration they were gifted a goal by a minute when after a minute when Hugo Lloris just went walkabout and decided to clear a ball needlessly uh, on the outside of his box that was going out of play, put it back into play and allowed Philip Coutinho to pass the ball into the net, even though it was a great finish because Coutinho was about 30 yards out. He still left his goal empty after one minute of play, which was stupid beyond stupid how Tottenham decided to give Barcelona a 2-0 head start before they started playing but there were periods in that game where Tottenham got that game back to 3-1 and then 3-2 where Tottenham were dominant and they were pushing for 3-all and they had chances to get back in that game and get a 3-all against Barcelona we've also seen Barcelona squander a 2-0 lead against Villarreal last week where they ended up drawing the game 4-0 where they scored two goals in injury time and that is scary how Barcelona came back and Messi and Suarez scored two goals in injury time to get them a 4-0 draw but the fact is they were 2-0 up and coasting they didn't even need to put Messi on the pitch because they were arresting him and uh, they needed to bring him on to rescue the game after they conceded four against Villarreal who have flirted with the relegation zone all season in La Liga now I'm not saying Manchester United are going to qualify. A new camp's a tough place to go and Barcelona have a massive advantage playing the second leg there. However, I do not think that this tie finishes tomorrow and I do think Manchester United are a good shout to go into the second leg with a chance to still qualify. And I like Man United here on the double chance at four to five to simply avoid a home defeat to Barcelona tomorrow. A team that have only won 20% of their Champions League away games in the last two seasons. 
So moving on to our lock dog parlay. And I think given all the reasoning behind the last pick and the statistics backing it with Barcelona only winning 20% of the Champions League away games in the last two season, I'm going to go for Man United to avoid the defeat here. So Man United on the double chance statistics say we have an 80% chance of cashing this bet. And as I said, Manchester United are certainly not the weakest team that Barcelona have traveled to. They've gone away to weaker opposition. Roma, for example, last season and have struggled to get anything away from home. So I believe that Manchester United are a good lock here in this uh in this Champions League quarterfinal to avoid a defeat. Now, for a dog, you could take Manchester United again. Uh, you could also take Ajax. You can also take Tottenham because I do feel that all of these home teams are not just going to get to a Champions League quarterfinal and lie down and die. So I've decided to narrowly pick Tottenham here to to get the, the home win in the first leg. I think um, Manchester, uh, Manchester City have a lot going on. They've just qualified for an FA Cup final at the weekend. They didn't play well in that game they haven't played well recently um, they haven't looked fantastic in their last two three games and uh, obviously they, one of them was against Cardiff where they went ahead early and didn't really need to come out and play that second half but the Manchester City of old having a 2-0 lead against Cardiff would have come out and absolutely battered them and they didn't and then they also looked disappointing in their FA Cup semi-finals so I feel they could be here for the taking here Tottenham also in their new stadium uh, and that could be a factor as well um, because they could be buoyed on by their by their home support uh, especially with home support in a stadium where they really really want to be I just feel that there's a lot of factors that go into this that could lean towards Tottenham pulling off an upset we also don't know the status of Sergio Aguero and that coincides with Manchester City scoring a lot less goals two against Cardiff and one against Brighton uh, because Gabriel Jesus really isn't as good as uh, Sergio Aguero and doesn't fit into that team as well. Probably also because he hasn't had the match practice and is rarely picked. But um, there is certainly something uh, unbalanced about Manchester City, let's just say, when Sergio Aguero isn't the main striker. So I think Tottenham are alive on the dog there for sure. As for a parlay, it makes it really difficult for me to do a parlay with uh, a limited number of selections here. So... What I'm going to go for is a uh, two-leg parlay, a two-selection parlay here. I'm going to go for Liverpool to win. And I'm going to go for Manchester United and Barcelona for both teams to score. I don't think either of these defences are watertight. I don't think this Man United defence are keeping Barcelona out for 90 minutes. And I also do not think that um, Barcelona are that great in defence. And I don't think that given the fact that they've only won two out of 10 Champions League games away from home, that they're going to come to Old Trafford and keep a clean sheet with United's attacking options. And especially with Solskjaer as a manager. Although United could easily lose this game 3-2 that would mean that both teams to score cashes and hopefully that doesn't because that means our lock won't be cashing so that one returns 222 pounds off a 100 pound bet so that concludes your champions league quarterfinal preview first leg show i will be doing a show on the first legs of the europa league but that will be exclusively to my customers on lockbetting.com if you sign up at lockbetting.com you'll also get the european show where at the weekend we landed a double lock and our lock record there for the season is 26 and 5 so that's very comparable to 
what we are doing here on the EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast, where we are 40 and 8. Of course, the EPL show will be back at the weekend so make sure that you check that out we'll be hoping to extend the lock run to 41 and 8 it's not just the locks that are landing by the way now after this weekend we landed another dog with Wolves and Watford having a draw so we've now landed half of the dogs as well on that show this weekend I landed my 20th dog of the season now obviously the dog's and the locks don't correlate because there have been more locks because quite often we do double locks and we never do double lock, double dogs. But yeah, my record on there is 20 and 22 for dogs. So that would be massively profitable if you were betting that as well. So make sure you check all of that out, lockbetting.com if you want more content from me. For those of you that listened to Fight Show episode three at the weekend, you probably would have made an absolute killing at WrestleMania or betting on WrestleMania. I did say that would be the case i know a lot of you are against the fact that we're allowed to to bet on that and that we do podcasts about it here and christian pinar wrote an article on the sports gambling podcast website and i obviously covered it for the first half of the fight show but eight and one on the picks guys eight and one on the picks and even the one that i lost wasn't a definitive pick i was simply saying that i would i would think that they wouldn't change all three belts and maybe that would be the one but still i'll take it as a loss because eight were right so you will make massive money betting on the wwe if you stick with me don't forget that masters offer at mybookie.ag 50 percent back on your biggest bet that's it from me good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.